Samanji and welcome to the 61st episode of Avocado and Honey. If you haven't already, check out episode 60 where the lovely makeup artist um, Dre, she came through. Well, actually, I visited her in Harlem and she helped me out with my makeup game as well as my skincare. She shared a whole bunch of tips. So check it out. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your skincare routine if you have one already. Just let me know what works for you. Um, today, I'm really excited um, to be talking about this subject and to be talking with this with this gentleman. Um, I have Adrian in the house. How you doing? Hi. <laughs> I'm happy to be here with you. <laughs> I'm happy to have you here. So Adrian, he's um, he's the creator, the CEO of Life Gardening Tools, which is which offers CBD honey. So you are a beekeeper because. Yeah. Your honey is natural. <laughs> um, I'll give an intro about myself and what I do, and that way y'all could better understand uh, what it is um, that brought me here today. Perfecto. So I'm I'm by trade a beekeeper. I've been a beekeeper for over a year. I've been a herbalist for years. Both my grandmothers uh, worked with plant medicine, and it's something that came very natural to me. Um, so what I wanted to do was to present our people with different styles of healing that are natural and help to reduce their stress and anxiety so that way they can be in better states of consciousness and better states of being, mm -hmm. which would allow for our community to uh, move forward into greater healing and empowerment, the reestablishment of Black Wall Streets. Okay, and then how did you come to the conclusion of mm -hmm. Honey? Um, well, because a lot of medicines and tonics are very bitter. Mm -hmm. And I know that uh, for our people, I have to bring the sweet medicine to them first before I could go <laughs> into the bitter medicine. Right. <laughs> That's definitely true. I'm actually drinking Golden Zill right now. Mm. It's so tough. It is, but it's so <laughs> worth it. Yeah, just, just take it like a shot. And it's a form of self-care and self-love. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. So what is like the process like when it comes to extracting honey? So first... We create the beehives, we establish it, and it takes a year to get honey because mm. we live in a cold weather environment. So we have to allow the bees to have enough honey for their winter. Oh, I see. Once we get through the winter, the following year, depending on the strength of hive, then we can take out the honey. Um, so we have them in wooden combs, like wooden boxes, and the bees fill up a honeycomb and we uncap the wax mm -hmm. by using a knife and then that way it exposes the honey in the comb what we then do is put it into an extractor it spins out and then we get lots of raw golden honey mm. and beeswax so we then strain the beeswax the honey um don't cook it or anything like that and then i mix in cbd with the beeswax that's left we say cbd is it an oil or is uh, it it is an oil okay yeah it comes in different forms I like to use full spectrum or whole plant, mm -hmm. meaning that it has uh, some THC in it for it to be considered 
uh, legal in the United States as, as hemp. It's anything that's under 0.03% THC is considered as hemp. Uh, full spectrum has some THC in it. Broad spectrum has the THC removed. Oh, okay. Still has all the other cannabinoids. And then there's CBD isolate, which is just CBD. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So most places like these restaurants and coffee places, they would have the one with it all. Yeah. A lot of people go for full spectrum because you feel it in your body more and it's very relaxing. But what's happened with a lot of the coffee shops is the Department of Health uh, has said that they don't want bars and uh, like food establishments putting in CBD on the spot because it's still considered as a drug. Oh, but I see. When it comes to things with the Department of Health and the FDA, we have to understand that it's about money. Mm -hmm. A lot of things deal with money, taxes. Uh, is the government getting their cut? And if they're not getting right. their cut, then they gotta you know, go. They gotta go. So, what is it like um, caring for bees? Mm -hmm. Um, so caring for bees is. Uh, I'm, well, I'll start by saying I'm a grower as well, too. I have been a grower. I'm not actively growing right now. Mm -hmm. uh, but I am a man of the earth, and I have a, a super green thumb. And that requires patience. It requires uh, understanding of oneself, of, of nature that I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. And nature is very feminine. And when I'm dealing with the bees, it's the queen bee. And then the entire hive is mostly women as well, too. So when I'm going into those spaces, I go in there with a lot of respect, a lot of patience with myself. I don't wear any gear, protective gear, when I'm wow. working with the bees. Uh, so it's really about me being in the correct mental and spiritual place mm -hmm. when I'm working with them. Um, I work with them based on the position of the sun and the moon, and, and all of those things affect how active and aggressive the bees are. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. As it does everything, right? Yeah, yeah. So what is CBD exactly? Mm -hmm. So our bodies have an endocannabinoid system. We have multiple systems. Some of us are familiar with our digestive system, our skeletal system, our uh, blood. But one of the new ones that have more recently uh, been discovered is the endocannabinoid system. So when we think of systems, it's very, it's very similar to our like immune system, mm -hmm. except it deals with pain. So that's why when you have CBD products, uh, it it doesn't it, it, CBD attaches to many of the pain receptors and it doesn't allow for it transmutes the way that pain feels. Mm -hmm. In higher amounts, it can kind of numb the pain but i don't like to use the word numb because then it makes it seem like you're not feeling the pain right but you still feel something it just doesn't hurt i see so it allows for people to do deeper stretches to massage and then that allows for deeper healing to come to that that place mm -hmm. uh, because cbd works with the the body it helps with inflammation it helps to relax down our adrenal glands which deal with the fight or flight system which is rooted in uh, anxiety for many people. So that's one of the topics that I talk about a lot is uh, better understanding our bodies and supporting our adrenal glands so that way we're not constantly living in a state of fight or flight, mm -hmm. which is uh, where that anxiety just comes from. Because most of these things that you're talking about that like CBD helps with, um, it's kind of the same for cannabis. Mm -hmm. So when do you, when would you suggest someone should choose like cannabis over CBD or vice versa? Yeah. Um, the thing with CBD versus the THC is THC is psychoactive. 
uh, you have receptors throughout the body and the mind. Mm -hmm. um, CBD, CB1, CB2, and with THC receptors, with THC it attaches uh, more into your brain. So when you smoke, you get high, you feel euphoric, you may feel a little lightheaded. Uh, but if you're at work, you don't necessarily want to be high. Right. Because it may cloud up your judgment. It may slow you down a little. Uh, so CBD offers the opportunity for you to get the relaxation benefits without the psychoactive benefits that may make you mess up. I see. So I recommend THC for people who have maybe trouble with insomnia or uh, people who have higher like pain. So mm -hmm. we would give them stronger amounts of CBD or THC. Uh, but many of the benefits that people are looking for, they can find with CBD. But because we're so accustomed to being high and escapism, right. we just think THC. But CBD offers a great deal for our, our people of color. Mm. So when would you say, like, it's time to, like, try CBD? Mm -hmm. uh, for many women, I, I tell them that during their time of the month, it, if you put it on externally, it helps with cramps and pains. Mm -hmm. uh, you could also take it internally. It helps with anxiety. It helps with depression. Um, it doesn't put you into a state of happiness. It just allows for you to see things from a different perspective and for you not to be physically as reactive, uh, which is where a lot of our issues kind of come up with or come up from is our bodies are so charged up and we don't necessarily know how to handle our bodies that mm -hmm. we are emotionally moving based on our bodies, not where we want to emotionally be led, if I said that correctly. I think I get it. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I do a lot of work with like the mind. Mm -hmm. So I do, I'm very holistic. So I work on the mind, body, and spirit with people. Right. Um, so CBD is for the body, but then in order to help people to achieve higher states of uh, inner peace and uh, confidence and empowerment, we have to also work on their mind. Mm -hmm. So that requires shifting mindset. Uh, understanding how our bodies understanding how our bodies work and uh, not getting frustrated with how they are but learning how to work with them mm -hmm. that's really cool mm -hmm. how does it work when it comes to like dosage so within my products what I do is I go for a typical dosage amount of about 15 milligrams per serving and then from there people can go up uh, once you have the product one time it then allows for you to gauge uh, contextually how much you need. Mm -hmm. So for instance, uh, if you have one teaspoon, one teaspoon is 15 milligrams, 15 to 16. One tablespoon is three teaspoons, and that has roughly about 50, closer to 50. When you have one tablespoon, it's super relaxing. Uh, maybe even a little bit more sedative. Mm -hmm. So when you have one teaspoon or 15 milligrams within any product, it allows for you to then gauge uh, how it affects you, and then you're able to dose up or down. I see. Depending on what your needs are for that time. Okay. And I have, uh, like, two kind of random questions. Mm -hmm. So earlier I was kind of telling you about how, like, some people didn't really um, like CBD in the oil form. Mm -hmm. Is it possible to smoke CBD? Mm -hmm. uh, so CBD, so there, it comes in different forms. Uh, it naturally occurs in the hemp plant. It's in cannabis. It's in THC. I mean, 
when you usually smoke, you have CBD within your marijuana, cannabis. Uh, but with hemp plants, they've specifically looked for strains and bred strains that are low in THC, high in CBD. Mm. Uh, so you have flowers, marijuana flower that looks just like... You have hemp that looks just like marijuana flower. Right. Um, and it smokes, smells the same, everything, but just the feeling of it is slightly different. Mm-hmm. You feel it more in your body. You get a sense of peace, but not the head high. Mm. And then from there, what they do is they take the flower, they take the plant, and then they extract it. Uh, so there's different extractions methods. You could use alcohol, fat, such as oil, butter, or sugar, mm-hmm. honey. A lot of people, they can uh, get the flour, and then you can, there's a process. We could go through that in a, in a later time. But mm-hmm. basically, you can infuse it into the oil because uh, it goes into oil very easily. And then once it's in the oil, you could then infuse it into things like your lotion, your creams. You could put it on topically. You could cook with it, which is something that I recommend to our people because all of yours, the listeners have... Uh, friends and people around them and themselves that make products that they could infuse CBD because it's legal and start to create their own product lines and then start to uh, financially empower themselves and start to create their own businesses and brands. Mm. So I'm very big on entrepreneurship, like Black Wall Street. That's a reoccurring theme for me. Noted. Mm-hmm. Um, so CBD, is it it's legal nationwide, everywhere? Correct. Some states are a little bit different, but Overall, uh, because it, it's a cash crop, it produces a lot of money for certain states. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to, even though it's legal nationwide, some states are a little bit different. But when it comes to THC, states are taking different stances because some states still have to acknowledge the fact that black women and, and are still incarcerated and the illegality of cannabis is kind of a thing they're trying to skip over mm-hmm. while they're making money. So I also do a lot with advocacy and political because our people are still incarcerated right. and they're still they're trying to legalize and it's like a gray area. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not a fan of legalization just because uh, hood and street economics depend on it being this way. If they legalize it and you need a license, then it's still going to be illegal for our people who can't afford licenses. Right. Okay. I see. Mm-hmm. And um, earlier you kept like, you know, just saying about just filling it. So I have two questions in regards to filling it. Yes. <laughs> Is it like an immediate type filling? And um, also does that help with like physical pain? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it depends on the way that you take it and the, um, because our bodies absorb fat differently than alcohol and sugar. Uh, so, depending on the combination of those things, uh, how you take it in, the effects would be different. If you smoke it, it's fast. If you put a tincture, an alcohol tincture on your tongue, it's fast because you have a lot of blood vessels there. Mm. When you're smoking it, it goes directly into your lungs and into your blood vessels and veins. Uh, When you eat it, sometimes it has to be broken down. So being broken down, absorbed into the liver, then into the bloodstream. uh, So that may take a little bit longer. I see. Uh, so the effects are different. And also when you rub it on your body, you could rub it on topically. And that also works pretty fast as well, too. Mm. And the time usually is about about five to ten minutes. 
Gotcha. Like I, I tell people all the time, just rub some on and they rub it on. And that's about the time I've seen like, but it also depends on how sensitive they are to their bodies. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, they can't tell when they're relaxed because they're never relaxed. I see. Unless they're dramatically relaxing. Mm -hmm. So sometimes if it's more subtle, they can't feel it, but I can see that they're more relaxed. Yeah. And when it comes to like the um, like lotions and things like that, is there a certain like percentage that needs to be in the lotions? Like how like how do you know something is legit from something that's just trying to just put CBD on it to sell? Um, so when I think of I think of things for like beauty or for uh, I guess let me reframe. I think of things medicinal and like pain relief, mm-hmm. and then the other category of like cosmetic. Mm. So when it comes to pain relief, I I think about 400 milligrams of CBD in a four ounce container. So like most size jars that people get are about four to six ounce jars mm-hmm. and maybe about 100 milligrams per ounce. I find to be like a pain relief, like very strong pain relief property mm-hmm. um so that's why i like to do 400 500 milligrams in pain relief bombs or a thousand depending but just on to like is. relax or just to relax something that not yeah, as great like as it, pain. it could be 250 in a four ounce jar which comes up to like like maybe 75 50 i i just think that once it's like under 200 i'm like uh you could you could get more bang for your buck mm-hmm. i like to I'm not stingy with it. I like people to feel good, so I'm like, go for it. Okay, so another random question yeah. is, do you think um, CBD and or cannabis can be addicting? I think that people go through stress and challenges daily. I think when you start to support the body, you don't respond as dramatically. So you're not shifted off of your center as much. Mm-hmm. So eventually people should need less of these things because it's like a, it's like a journey. Once you're, you've gotten a little bit further through your uphill journey towards like inner peace. For some people it is a uphill battle because they're facing things daily that bring them back down. But as you, you're stronger and more equipped you don't get knocked down as far. Mm-hmm. You don't get thrown off your center as much. So it, it does help as far as addictiveness of it. It's not psychoactively addictive. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it doesn't provide as much euphoria as THC, it's not. But people do use it. Some people do use it daily because their pain is daily. Right. Their stress is daily. Mm-hmm. But then I also recommend all types of other herbs to people. So I come from a herbless background. So... I'm going to tell you about all the different herbs that help with stress, anxiety, that empower people so that way they don't need CBD or I need see. as much CBD. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, with all the variations of CBD, do you offer um, anything besides honey? Yeah, I do lotions. I do. Oh, I so mean, we could just get it from you. Yeah, I do everything <laughs> uh, because I understand that people uh, need to to get it in the way that works for them. Some people don't want to put on a pain bomb. Some people want a lotion. Some people want to spray it on. Some people want a hair oil. Some people want gummies. Some people. What does that do for your hair? It adds like a sheen. It helps with hair growth. Oh, nice. Uh, inflammation, like, because a lot of people's. Well, when it comes to hair growth, I recommend saw pimento. 
I know okay. that a lot of our sisters are always curious about like things that help their hair to grow stronger, mm-hmm. but we have to understand how the body works and hair growth is very hormonal based. Mm. So when we look at things that help to balance out hormones, it leads to greater hair growth, such as saw pimento, which balances out DHT levels, which reduces the hair on women's bodies, like the thickness of the hair, mm-hmm. and then it thickens the hair on their head. Oh, I see. Yeah. And do we get that from like an you herb can, store? Can get it anywhere. Like a lot of a lot of places now are starting to move towards uh, utilizing herbs in their mixtures. Mm-hmm. So even if you go to GNC and you read through any of those ingredients lists, you're going to start to see more herbs on there. Oh, if, okay. If it's something about hair, you're going to see saw pimento. You're going to see uh, the B12s and, and things that just help to empower the body's hair growth cool. and other things. Well, I feel like I um, am more confident in CBD and everything. I do appreciate this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything you want to add before we go into the next segment? Um, yeah, I think that that this is an opportunity for our people as a whole, as a as a generation, to shift out of poverty economically mm-hmm. if we do so strategically. And the for the forefront of what I do is education. Um, because I have to educate and advocate because then our people perish for their lack of knowledge. Mm. And I don't want to see any more of our people perishing. I don't want to see our people at the end of the, the race, you know, where we have the opportunity to, to move forward, uh, to, you know, empower our communities and our children. And if that requires us getting creative with what we have, and what I mean by what we have and this wealth of it is that we have so many different formulas, recipes, grandma's recipes, auntie's recipe of so many different things. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really want to start to get into is helping to support people building up their brands uh, and giving them a platform for them to be able to showcase their brand. I'm not um, in competition with anyone I, my brand is Life Gardening Tools because you are the master gardener of you. You have to take care of yourself in order to grow. And I help people and businesses to grow. So when I help businesses to grow, I'm then able to present it out to the general public in farmer's markets. Mm-hmm. And uh, using the concept of farmer's market where it's, it's people from our community, brothers and sisters that make products that we're then able to share and showcase with each other. Right. And what that does is it it continues to empower up our community. We get products from people that care about us, and we can connect with business owners. Mm -hmm. So just like all of you could connect with me and you want a specific product made, I could do my best to do that. Or I could connect you with a herbalist that specializes in something. Right. Beautiful. Yeah, we should. That's, yeah, that was beautiful. Thank you so Uh, much. All right, well, let's get into the next segment, my favorite segment, (laughs) the only one now, and that's to love a black woman. Mm. So that's where you, Adrian, you get to say something that you love about a particular black woman, so mom, sister, cousin, auntie, friend, Mm -hmm. or you can say something that you love about black women in general. Mm. Uh, This one is pretty, I've I've been studying this one for a while. Uh, First off, shout out to my moms. Hey. I love my mom, Dukes. Uh, She's been a, a key player in helping me to get to where I am today because she had faith in me, uh, faith and love that was able to uh, be a light even when we didn't know how things were going to play out or 
um, things like that. So, but at the same time, she had to love as like a warrior because, mm -hmm. and I think a lot of uh, black moms do this if they're raising children single, uh, is that they want to protect us. And I think for our brothers, a lot of men, it has caused a generation of men to grow up without uh, yearning for nurturing. And nurturing and that softness sometimes is, for a while, it was something that I was yearning for from the sisters. And I realized that it was uh, the reverse for the women. The women had been, some of them traumatized into a state of hardness and toughness and just like in a warrior mode, mm -hmm. warrior just like. So at certain times it was very tough to love black women because it's like, like they're just, it's a fight and it doesn't need to be a fight. And then at the same time in, in how uh, masculinity is depicted within our society and especially black masculinity um, with being uh, an emotional man, like women yearn for that softness within the man, but at the same time get nervous if they have one that is emotionally soft. Uh, but now we're starting to moon maneuver as a whole into a space where we can talk more right. about these things, uh, where we understand that a man can cry and that doesn't mean he's weak. Right. Um, and then what that does is it allows for our brothers to then feel safer and more vulnerable uh, with their women um, that leads to greater black love. Mm. So I've done a lot of studying on the topic of black love because if you don't have love, then you can't build up into further economics and community because we have to work together. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that it takes a lot, um, it takes a lot of, of work. And I've, I've studied different categories of women, different age groups, and I, this gets deep. I don't <laughs> <laughs> love is a. It's. It, I just want to say that I. I love. I love my sisters, and I want them to understand that. Um, that they are the healers of the community, and as the healers of the community, and understanding that we are in a time of war, we're in a time of psychological, spiritual, and emotional warfare yes. that has uh, destroyed some of our communities, many of our communities, and has destroyed many of the men. So you're seeing men that are walking around broken and all types of things. And I know that the women have the healing. And sometimes what hurts me has been the uh, withdrawing of the healers from the community and coming into female circles and not necessarily uh, opening up, having opened up those circles for the men to come in. So that's why I'm really appreciative of this opportunity because, it, like, as a brother, I never get to talk about these kind of things mm -hmm. uh, or feel comfortable to talk about them. But I've put in a lot of work in order to, uh, about love and compassion because I have a very supportive uh, black woman by my side. So I'm Aquarius. She's Aquarius too. Hey, gang, gang. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so what balances? I'm very Aquarius. I'm Aquarius sun, a moon. <laughs> but a Capricorn rising, so that, that's where the business comes in. <laughs> and she's Aquarius uh, sun, but a Taurus rising, which Ooh. really balances out because it's Earth. It keeps me very grounded. Yeah. And one of the things that I've learned from her is how to be soft with myself 
and how to be softer with people and listen to them and understand that many of the ways that people speak is how they speak to themselves. Exactly. And this is something I actually just learned yeah, <laughs> and like just this, like started to understand em- emotional, uh, like learning that I, I have to be more understanding of people. And it's not that that's how they're responding to me. That's how they treat themselves. Exactly. And that has caused me to be a deeper lover and more compassionate mm-hmm. with people. And to talk to myself differently, right? Because I'm very masculine. I'm I'm very like, like, just not masculine is in like, because there's there's also different types of masculinity and alpha <laughs> males, and and I think it's important for women and our people uh, to learn how to discern uh, true alpha males from pseudo beta alpha males. That because then what happens is it allows for. Uh, us to get caught in situations that we don't need to be caught in mm-hmm. because we would be able to better see and recognize um, like through those like false falsities. Mm-hmm. But I've also just recently learned about uh, tox- certain aspects of toxic masculinity mm-hmm. and more specifically emotional abuse. Because mm. I, I have, as I've just been learning more, I've, I'm able to better pick up on these things Right. And, you know, seeing how because how people talk to me is mm-hmm. how they talk to themselves. But then it's allowed for me to see how how emotional abuse is way more dangerous than physical abuse. Right. So, you know, to my sisters out there, that, that's something that I really want you to home in on is like, you know, how is does this brother speak to himself? How does he speak to you? Like, please don't tolerate any kind of. The words, because the words can then become actions. Mm-hmm. And I don't want any of you in p- those positions where a brother who's not in control of his self or not in control of his emotions is then lashing out to you. And then it just becomes a, a dangerous cycle. Right. Um, so that's really one of the, the key things that I wanted to say is, you know, by us uh, being able to better understand ourselves, better loving ourselves we then won't tolerate certain things. Mm-hmm. And because we're thinking from a place of clarity and we're not stressed and we don't need to be dependent on love or, you know, the false aspects of love because we've taken the time to nurture and love ourselves, it then allows for us to love from a place of power, not from need, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm very thankful for, um, the black women that are by my side that help and support me. I have a lot that, that really holds me down and, and keep me grounded. And that's where I get my source of power from. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. I love all of y'all and I wish all of y'all the best and just keep shining sisters, you know, say less, say less. Yeah, <laughs> keep shining. <laughs> well, where can uh, the people find you? Mm. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on social media. I'm not really a, a social media person but i do it because it's for business but if you reach out to me send me a message on instagram uh, my business page is life l-i-f-e gardening tools and uh, just send me a dm and that's the best way to like connect my personal is one thought.nyc and that's also a great way to connect with me um, and if they're interested in purchasing products and everything. Oh, if you want products, you could go to lifegardenandtools.com. If you use a c- promo code spread love, that's 10% off. And uh, if you want anything specific or I make stuff, if you want to do business partnerships, uh, you could send me a message on Instagram or 
info, you could email me at info, I-N-F-O, at lifegardenandtools.com. And I'm here to collaborate and help others build up. So if you make anything and you want to try CBD in it, let's talk. Hey, beautiful. Yes, yes. let's connect. Um, thank, you. thank you again. I'm really, I'm, I, I'm so grateful. This, <laughs> this conversation was beautiful. Um, y'all, y'all can find me on all social media platforms at underscore Smangy, S-M-A-N-G-I-E-E. Uh, please be sure to follow Avocado and Honey on Instagram as well. Um, I am working on a website again. So, um, but for now we over on Instagram. So please follow to stay up to date with all things avocado and honey. Um, if you have any topic suggestions or anyone you want, you want to suggest that I speak with as well, feel free to DM or email me. Um, you can find email on Instagram. <laughs> it's avocado and honey at gmail.com. Um, thank you again for your support. Um, as always, I appreciate you.